Welcome back, friends, to Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach from Think Chat. I'm so glad that you were able to join us for Episode 30. We're going to focus today on creating an internationally-minded school mission. It took me a long time to understand the importance of a school mission statement. It's more than the, you know, the paper and the inscription on the wall at the front of the school. And I guess this largely has to do with my prior learning experiences with the mission statement and how it guided the school's vision um, for the learning and teaching. On some campuses I've worked at, I wondered if there was a mission at all, I'll be honest. Um, it looked like everything was very disconnected and it was up to teachers and their own personal teaching styles and their resources to create what that looked like in their own classrooms, but there was no cohesion. Meanwhile, at other campuses I've worked at, there was such a strictness um, and so fixed of an ideal of the mission statement of this is what learning is going to look like and da 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 that there was no flexibility in adding your own flavor, your own teaching style to the process. And with these far extremes, I'll be honest, I tended to zone out what was expected. Eee! because I wanted to create the best learning for my students. So I kind of buffered it. And I just went into my classroom and I focused on what is my own personal mission and vision of what learning should look like. And how am I going to make that happen regardless of the learning situation? There are three main issues with running a classroom like that within a whole school community. It diminishes the collaborative process. I completely own it. That it undermines the collaborative nature of coming up to shared decisions when you go off and do your own thing. It undermines the whole school approach to learning. So now what's got what happens is that parents know which teachers they want their children in because they know the type of learning that's happening in that teacher's class versus someone else which leads to that next piece, which is about, um, creates a division within um, grade levels. And what happens is that parents are hopscotching throughout the grade levels um, to get the best teachers for their own children. Instead, it should be a cohesive nature within the whole school that everyone is equally up to the task and equally doing um, the magic, right? And we can eliminate this divisiveness by co-creating a school mission statement. And you're like, what? No way. A mission statement's not going to do this. Yes, it is, because that mission statement is that statement of what we value at the core of what we want learning to look like at our campus. Because we want that value to be there, we want not only staff to be participating in creating this mission statement, we want students involved, and we also want parents involved. Because this will provide an anchor and also absolute buy-in to the whole community of our academic, our behavior, and our social expectations. That this is what we've created for ourselves, and these are the expectations and if you fall short, well, you help create the process. More importantly, what's going to happen is we go through this process of vetting our mission statement through multiple lenses. It's going to reflect our goal 
of becoming more internationally minded. So where do we start? That's always the most, um, I think, hardest part. Always for kids with writing, you know, it's always like, how do we launch this so that we get started? And I think that where we need to launch it and where we need to focus is starting with the IB mission statement. As a PYP campus, and even if you're not a PYP campus, but you're trying to become more internationally minded, we need to align ourselves with an organization and or a thought process that's also internationally minded so that we can align our mission with it. Thankfully, the IB has created a mission statement that does that. And part of, as a PYP campus, one of our standards is that our school mission statement reflects the philosophy of the IB mission statement. So for that to happen, we have to become really familiar with it. So here's the IB mission statement um, I'm going to share with you right now. And while you're doing that, I want you to take a listen to any aspects that pop out at you that reflect international, international mindedness. Okay. The International Baccalaureate aims to develop nurturing, sorry, inquiring, knowledgeable, and caring young people who help to create a better world. Ugh, I cannot read this today. To help to create a better and more peaceful world through intercultural understanding and respect. To this end, the organization works with schools, governments, international organizations to develop challenging programs of international education and rigorous assessment. These programs encourage students across the world to become active, compassionate, and lifelong learners who understand that other people with their differences can also be right. To me, when I hear this mission statement, the part that resonates with me always, and every time I read it, I'm like, yes, I'm working with the right organization, is that we understand that other people with their differences can also be right. That it's not so fixed, right? And this is why we focus on local and global context. We're trying to make those connections because we're trying to get children to see um, other people's perspectives from around the world. And that they are right in their thinking. They're different from ours, but they're still right in their thinking. So we can use the IB mission statement as a model and inspiration for our own to reflect our students, our community, and our learning needs. And one way to examine the IB mission statement um, is to pull out words, just like I did, that resonate with you to, and that make you ponder and think. Use synonyms to these words in your own mission statement. That's how, you, that's how simple it can be, right? We thought about, you know, what are some components of international mindedness in the IB mission statement? And I want you to really ponder that. Go back and reread it or listen to my jumbled mess of it. Um, and um, look at where do we see international mindedness in that mission statement. Now that we've done that, we're ready to craft our own mission statement or revise one that we have. So when crafting a mission statement, we need to first reflect on our school values. 
This is really important because this drives a lot of what we do in our practices. So we need to first examine what is our school culture? So what's going to look and feel like that's going to be different um, to another campus down the road? What are some non-negotiables in how we operate? So what are those things that must be present um, and that are written in our staff handbook of how learning and teaching you know, look as we um, go around the campus? And how are our, are our values reflective of international mindedness? These three questions are so important because they help to kind of center us back into international mindedness. And if we're saying, oh, if we look at our mission statement and, and we compare it with the IBs and we answer these three questions, we might find that we're off kilter. And that's okay because this is a process. So we go through this process of brainstorming ideas by answering these questions, right? Now we're ready to craft or tweak our own mission statement. Remember, this is a highly collaborative process because we want all the school members to have ownership of the statement. If the staff derives it solely, the students and parents won't have much buy-in, and that is the truth. They won't know what it is. They don't know what it stands for. We make it in highfalutin language, and if we don't share it with them every day. So how do we manage this process successfully? So here's some possible steps on how to do that. So you might want to start off with some small ad hoc groups to create a portion of the mission statement. Some parents, some kids, some staff, um, and bring the pieces together and have everyone evaluate it before it comes published. So now you're getting the okay from everybody. And may, you know, we might have to make some adjustments, some wordsmithing, some ideas that need to be, you know, revise it. That's fine. And then we place it in a prominent position in the front of the school and within our classrooms. Because now we're making a stance that that is important. So I'm going to share with you a, um, an example of my school's mission statement. It doesn't look like any other mission statement I've ever seen. Um, but what's great about it is that if it reflects the big ideas from the IB mission statement and also the culture of my campus. The teachers, you know, took um, the beginning letter um, of our school name. So uh, my school is Foster, F-O-S-T-E-R. And we um, broke it up where the um, different groups took a line from um, of the letter and then tried to craft that line together. And it was presented to the PTA and um, shared with our students. And now it's showcased in our front office and we say it aloud each day during our morning announcements. Now, the one thing that we haven't yet done, um, particularly with COVID, is because, um, you know, these things, is make it available into each of our classrooms, which is our next piece. So here's our mission statement. At Foster Elementary, we form a more peaceful world, overcome obstacles that hinder global learning, strengthen our minds to explore beyond our everyday experiences, train thinkers, empower each other to become leaders, and redefine ourselves as resilient risk takers. I am a leader. You are a leader. We are global leaders. We are Foster Elementary. Now, is that mission statement perfect? Absolutely not. 
Um, does it reflect us as um, practitioners and us as a community? Absolutely. And there's going to be time where you're going to want to regularly reflect and revise your mission statement as your um, school grows and changes we'll need to modify the mission statement to reflect it so um, for example our campus has been predominantly um, black american and over the probably the past three to four years we've seen more a mix of hispanic families moving into our neighborhood and as the numbers have grown we've had to consider okay how are our processes and our mission um, do they still meet the needs of our changing demographic and I think that's so important for us to go through because if it's only speaking to the majority then the minority are are being ignored right so this process of reflection and revision is normal it's actually um, strongly recommended um, because we need we're constantly evolving and the school mission statement showcases the beliefs the hopes and values of campus and it shouldn't be taken lightly but should be stated from the heart and one thing to consider if our school mission statement reflects IB then it's naturally going to promote international mindedness wow think about that so doesn't that make it seem a little bit lighter like you can relax a little bit more so Let's get cracking on um, revising that mission statement if what needs to be done. And we'll see you in our next episode. Now, just giving you a heads up, in episodes 32 to 34, we're going to um, do an application series where we're going to look at the learning of agency action, the learner profile and international mindedness, and we're going to apply them to our practice. So get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, to apply what we've already learned. So as always, have a wonderful day and see you in our next episode.